2: this is the busted open podcast you can listen to the full show monday through saturday from 9 a.m to noon eastern on
3: sirius xm fight nation channel 156
4: yo what's going on nation how are you it's uh me bully ray and you're listening to another edition of the busted open podcast today another hall of fame and pain edition with mark henry and myself and uh we got a pretty funny one today Um, embarrassing stories with Mark Henry and Bully Ray. Like some of the things that happened to us, we were in the middle of the ring that we never expected to happen. You got to listen to this. Uh, Also, the conversation that was a a, a big thread in the Today Show was the best entertainer ever in the history of pro wrestling. Lots of great answers, especially from the nation. Uh, and Gabby? Does her Diva on Diva segment. How did she feel about roads to the top? We got a lot going on. Hope you tune in. Hope you have some fun right here on the Busted Open Podcast.
3: Who is your greatest tag team of all time? And who is your, the entertainer, the greatest entertainer in wrestling of all time?
4: Mark when I um when I think of entertainers like I think of I think of Vegas like remember Vegas entertainers back in the day like uh you know uh Sammy Davis Jr. Uh, Dean Martin uh, Frank Sinatra or any of the, ple- the 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 men and women the who were Exactly um Cher Cher was a great entertainer I think of song and dance people. I think of people who can do a little bit of everything. They can tell a joke, they can sing a song, they can dance a number, um, and and everything in between. So uh, when I look at pro wrestling, and we just concentrate on the word entertainer, I think of what person can do it all, and when they're doing it all, can entertain us no matter what they're doing. So when it comes to wrestling the two words that come to mind the two the two performers that come to mind are Shawn Michaels and The Rock because I don't think I've ever seen Shawn Michaels or The Rock do anything wrong or anything bad when I say anything wrong I mean out there from right, right. from the minute, fr- from their entrance music to the minute they come through the curtain to way they walked to the ring, to their performance in the ring, to the way they performed on the microphone, the stories they told. Those guys were entertainers to me. Hulk yeah. Hogan, to an extent, you know, a- an incredible entertainer, but w- when it comes to uh, th- that the actual match and then the entertaining
3: match, to me, Sean is, is the guy. Um, That's a good but point, I- Bullet. That's really good, because... I, I was thinking something completely different. I was thinking like, you know, Sting and Gorgeous George and Ric Flair because of the pageantry, how they dressed the robes, and Shawn Michaels flying in on a trolley and uh, all of the things that uh, that was super exciting and that everybody didn't do. But you bring up a point about the guys coming through the curtain, their music struck you. They they did segments. The Rock says, The Miz has done, um, you know, his show in the middle of the program. Like, there's a lot of entertainment value that people have done throughout the years. That, man, it's it's, it's a we gotta quantify whatever the the categories are. But uh, I think you bring up a good point. Like, who can improv? Who can do comedy? who can, you know, like, just entertain the masses. And it's? I think Kurt made it too broad a stroke when he said just one guy because he was a fan of that guy, one, and that guy did a lot for his career.
4: I mean, if you narrow it down, obviously, to WrestleMania, Shawn Michaels, known as Mr. WrestleMania, but when you watched Shawn perform, it just, to me, it was extremely entertaining um and then you put him in there like with another great performer like the undertaker who was extremely entertaining no matter what he did there's um i I hate the word best in pro wrestling who's the best wrestler who's the best tag team who's the best um you know entertainer it's all subjective there are no real numbers i know why ted williams Was the best hitter in baseball because he's the only guy who ever hit over 400 in a season. I know why Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time because he has six Super Bowl rings. I know why Michael Jordan, seven. Okay, there you go. Uh, I know why Tiger Woods was the best or why Michael Jordan was the best because there are hard numbers, hard, uh, their performances up statistics records their performances apples to apples up against other players during their time prove that they were the best at anything we know that pro wrestling we know what it is it's sports entertainment um, one day you can be in the main event and one day you can be uh you know the opening match and the next day you can be in the middle of the card you, you just you never can tell um so that whole best thing is so subjective but there are certain guys in the pro wrestling industry that have spent so much time at the top that you have to look at them as being the quote-unquote best at what they did. People always ask me about the you know tag teams, and, and I, I, I've said it a million times. I sound like a broken record already. You know, the, the Road Warriors. People are like, well, really, are the Road Warriors the greatest team? Do you really think they worked as well as this team? Were they really as great of workers as Arn and Tully? Uh, could they sell as good as Ricky and Robert? Did they have as much heat as the Midnight? Uh, yada, yada. I, I don't know. I could tell you this, though. No tag team put asses in seats more than the Road Warriors. Their name alone on the marquee, like if you went to go to an arena, let's just say you went to uh, the Omni in Atlanta, and it said, appearing tonight, the Road Warriors. People would see that and want to buy a ticket just because of the Road Warriors name alone. Wow. You couldn't do that with any other tag team. If, if it said the Midnight Express, it would have to say the Rock and Roll Express also. You'd have to have that rivalry. Okay, it, it couldn't just say the Dudleys. It would have to say the Dudleys versus the Hardys. It couldn't just say the Freebirds. It would have to say the Freebirds versus the Von Ericks. But the Road Warriors name in and of itself would draw money and put an ass right. every 18 inches. So that's what, to, to me, that's like a hard number. That's how you quantify greatness. And that's why I'll say they're the greatest tag team of all time and, and very entertaining, but not like, I don't think they were the, the most entertaining tag team of all
3: time. Wow, that, that's, that's a, a great analogy in, in, in the way that you put that. I think about Gorgeous George. This is a guy in the 50s in the 50s, that put 50,000 people in the Coliseum in Los Angeles. He had a guy (laughs) that would go to the ring and spray cleaner on the ropes, in the air, wipe down the top rope. So he, you know, I mean, he brought his own manufactured air machine. The guy would turn it on and spray the clean Florida air wherever they went, and then his music would hit. And we all know the pageantry of Ric Flair's music. Gorgeous George's music was the, had the same effect that Ric Flair's music has. Now, wait, I gotta ask you,
4: I gotta ask you a question because I don't remember
3: this. Did Gorgeous George have music? It was a band. He, they, they they played a recording of a band playing. Oh, okay, okay. So he was basically the first guy to actually come, but not like Ric Flair had his music and the sexual chocolate theme or mm-hmm. the, the Dudley's, you know, entrance music. Like this was just, he had a band bring him in, in the Coliseum, and they just used that all the time. So Gorgeous George was different. And the, when he would come in the ropes, the guy would sit on the middle rope and push the top rope up for him so he could get in the ring. There was a mat. He laid a mat in the ring for him to wipe his feet on. And then he would take the mat and put it on the floor and, and, and do his hair. And Gorgeous George was a jeweler. So he used to have real 24 karat gold hairpins. And he would mess with his hair and act like he was pulling the pins out and let his curly locks fall down and shake his head. And he would throw the hairpins into the crowd. And there are people out there that have these collectors' gold hairpins that belong to Gorgeous George. Like, man, that was a big production for one guy to come in. And you had to go first. (laughs) <laughs> everybody went to the ring first with gorgeous George and he wrestled all over the world as an attraction, just like Andre and Steve Austin could have been, um, uh, an attraction undertaker could have been attraction. They, they could have booked, they could have, like you said, they put asses in seat and I'm I I would have to put Gorgeous George up there with the top. If you see the pageantry of Gorgeous George being an entertainer, I think because of uh, time bias, a lot of people haven't seen it in a while. You go online, go on YouTube and pull up Gorgeous George at the Coliseum and watch his entrance and tell me that you've seen something that was more entertaining than that.
4: I I agree with you as far as time. So much time has passed that we kind of forget him in the conversation. And forgetting gorgeous George in the conversation of greatest entertainer is one thing, but he's often left out in the conversation of uh, greatest heels because when it came to getting heat, this guy almost in, he in, almost invented invented heat, heat. because back then everybody bought into pro wrestling there was no such thing let's just let's put it out there everybody thought it was real and you know what he was doing really irritated people and, and they wanted to get after him so there was a ton of heat and
0: Hey everyone, it's Brad, the big noise Evans from the fantasy, fantasy fast track. track with the fantasy football season upon us. Catch me and Brandon Funbuns funston every week as we sprint through a variety of fantasy football topics, including waivers, trade targets, sleepers, plus, and more. If that first place medal is what you're after. We've got the information to help you make it happen. Subscribe today, wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app free for most subscribers.
2: When it comes to scents, you should pick ones that smell like, well, you. Target gets it, which is why they offer a range of personal care products with fragrances for everyone. Be true to floral you with Dove Peony and Rose Body Wash. Live your fresh life with Degree Ultra Clear Deodorant. Express your decadent side with Love Beauty and Planet Coconut Shampoo. This spring, choose care that brings you joy beyond labels. Pick up new favorites at a Target near you or online at Target.com.
1: Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active.
3: Roddy Piper was my favorite because Roddy didn't take no mess off nobody. And he would laugh. He, he would, he would, he would act like he was going to cry. He would, he would out-wrestle you. And then he would have you on Piper's pit. And it was like a talk show for wrestling. And that was the first time that I had ever saw that in wrestling as a kid. Nobody had a talk show. Nobody had a show where you, you came behind the scenes and they have a desk set up like Johnny Carson show. And, and he interviewed the wrestlers. Nobody did that. And then he left wrestling and started doing movies. And I was like, oh my gosh, he's a star star. Like he, he's a Hollywood guy now. And then he would still come back to wrestling. But Roddy Piper was the first guy like that that I can remember. And there might've been somebody before him, but in my time, Roddy Piper was the entertainer extraordinaire.
4: Piper's a a, a a great choice, a great personal choice for entertainer, without a doubt. And, and Mark, um, social media right now, <clears throat> fans just chiming in like crazy. Can't even get to the bottom of the timeline. All the members of the Busted Open Nation chiming in. You know what name is popping up a lot on the old Twitter machine for greatest entertainer? Ron the Truth Killings.
3: Ron Killings.
4: Yes, sir. Truth is listen when i when i think about him I, the the first word that pops into my mind is funny he's
3: so funny his timing and and the believability and in, in the stuff man you know what his his iconic thing bully this is the one that always got me i'm here to fight and it's like wait a minute you 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 said you were here to fight like run this is this is the Make a Wish <laughs> anniversary party. <laughs> oh, so there's no fighting? No, man, it's a party. My bad. He would do that. My bad. Thing. Uh, your, my bad, dog. My bad, dog. <laughs> <laughs> that dude, he just—I just love him, man. Like, and he's—he's—is he fifty-two? He's like, truth, is, it, truth. truth might be older than us and looks like he's 25 years old. Bro, he looks like a 20-something-year-old. I, I don't understand it. I just don't. I'm not jealous. I'm not jealous. Am I jealous? You're jealous.
4: I'm jealous. I'm we could be jealous together. Like, I want some he, of what Ron Killings has and what some of what Billy Gunn has. Well, I got yeah, some of Billy well, Gunn I got some of Billy Gunn stuff. I, I don't, <laughs> no,
3: thank you. My hair will start growing back. You know
4: something? Remember when you were talking yesterday uh, about, you know, people rubbing up against you and how much you hate it? I think that the two wrestlers that I love touching the most are you and Billy Gunn. It's impossible not to touch you, and it's impossible not to touch Billy Gunn. Like, yeah. if I can get some of what He's you got 58. and what some of Billy Yeah, he looks phenomenal. I just talked to
3: him. I just talked to him last week on Wednesday. And I'm trying to connect him with this guy that does this anti-aging commercials and stuff. Because the guy is 60-something, and he still looks like he's 35. And Billy is the same thing. He's 58 years old. 58. And he looks like he's 30. And... I I was like, man, you need to make some of that money them guys are making because they they just pose in blue jeans and have a a, a, a beer or a, <laughs> a drink in their hand and and they get bank. I was like, shoot, why why not sign up for that? I I know the exact commercial
4: and the and the older guy you're talking about. I think he's like he's a little bald on top, maybe some some gray hair on the side. Yeah, but he he's absolutely ripped, chiseled, and jacked. And yeah, I I think Billy could do that. If I had some of your DNA and some of Billy Gunn's DNA, I would uh, be a 22 time Mister Olympia without a doubt. I just with be with those up there, calves. Have, oh, I oh I got the calves. I got now. I need yeah. the abs. Now I need the abs. I'm in it. That's like you know how like they're in search of Bigfoot, in search of aliens, in search of the Loch Ness monster. I've been in search of abs my entire life, and I can almost guarantee you that I will never find them ever. Sometimes I wake up in the morning,
3: 15 grand. You can get them. (laughs) Sometimes
4: I wake up, I wake up and like, I'll look at myself in the mirror and like, I'll turn on this light and then like, maybe I'll get a flashlight and hit myself from above on my belly. And I think I see a shadow sometimes. I'm like, Ooh, 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 it's, I think I got an ab. And then I'll hear in the background velvet like, it's not an ab. And I'll be like, all right, thanks. Appreciate that. Thanks, honey.
5: Um, Thanks so, for bringing
3: yeah. me that back to the real
4: world.
5: <laughs> hey everyone, Lindsey Rhodes here. And with the NFL season underway, I am thrilled to announce that my podcast, the NFL Roadshow, will be dropping three times a week. On Mondays, we're going to recap the most interesting stories to come out of the NFL weekend. Wednesdays are going to be for a bit of a deeper discussion. And on Fridays, we're going to bring you the best of my SiriusXM fantasy show with the great Michael Fabiano. Fantasy Dirt. So please subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts or listen on the SXM app. Included with most
2: subscriptions. When it comes to scents, you should pick ones that smell like well, you. Target gets it, which is why they offer a range of personal care products with fragrances for everyone. Be true to floral you with Dove Peony and Rose Body Wash. Live your fresh life with Degree Ultra Clear Deodorant. Express your decadent side with Love Beauty and Planet Coconut Shampoo. This spring choose care that brings you joy beyond labels pick up new favorites at a target near you or online at target.com
0: the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70 yard field goal it probably won't go well
5: And that's a scary situation to be in when there's all eyes on you and, you know, people are booing or chanting Gabby, and shit goes wrong. Gabby, you
4: have no idea what it's like being in the middle of that ring when something goes wrong. The feeling of horror and terror yeah. that rifles through you as a performer and you, you're looking around for anybody that can, you even see. You even see Paul White, he's like, uh, anybody yeah. want to help me over here? Because yeah. he's trying to get all the heat off of him, all the eyes off of him. It's terrifying, right, Mark?
3: It is. Uh, I've, I've had a couple of incidents where you're standing there in the middle of the ring and there's nobody there but you and a microphone. And when 20,000 people are looking at you and they're, they're going, you messed up, you messed up, and not those words. Uh, right. That's pretty damn embarrassing.
5: Well, that's, that's what I wanted to ask you guys. Do you remember any certain time? I'm sure it's happened maybe like more than once, but like what was the worst time that it's happened to you where something went wrong and you kind of had to think on your feet? Like what was the scariest time? I
4: mean, nothing like embarrassing comes to mind. I do remember one time in a 10 in a man tag. Uh, They gave the hot tag to Kevin Nash and Kevin Nash came across the ring to hit me off the apron and his quad gave out and like his quad completely blew out. He fell down right on his face and I I jumped out of the ring and I just pulled Kevin out just to get him out of there just because I knew he was hurt so bad. And you just got to kind of think quick on your feet. But then the hard part is getting all the all nine other guys on the same page to continue the match. So, Mark, did you ever have, like, something really go wrong or an embarrassing moment?
3: Yes, unfortunately. I've told this story before. <laughs> and um, I relive it in my dreams. It's like a nightmare of all things in the world going wrong. Uh, my first time in Madison Square Garden, uh, I walked to the ring, and um, when I stepped through the ropes, my toe caught the rope, and I stumbled about three steps, like I almost face planted, but I caught myself, and in Madison Square Garden, the whole crowd went, Boo! and there was this guy in the front row that looked like Monkey Man, and he was like, Get your green ass out of the ring. And I was just like, oh God, please play the other person's music. I wanna get out of here. It was just like, it was the worst thing that ever happened. I'm so glad that nothing like that ever happened in my career. Your mouth is gaping open, and you know how painful and you know how sensitive I am. Like, I literally was almost crying. My mouth is gaping open.
4: Because I forgot that I had the exact same thing happen to me in the exact same arena, and I just a lot told I just you told Bradshaw. I just had Bradshaw. I, I just told Bradshaw this, this story last week on his podcast. Bradshaw and Jerry Briscoe, our very first time uh, performing in the Garden. Um, they were getting the heat on Devon. Go figure. The APA, and I get the hot tag. The place blows. I come in to blow the comeback. I tripped on the second rope, and my fat face hit straight into the mat. And the whole place went from yay to ugh. And just just tripping over my own two feet in Madison Square Garden. So my mouth is hanging open because I know the exact feeling that you were feeling. Oh, Bro,
3: I, I, I think I did cry when I got to the back. <laughs> when I got back... I got back. I, I'm not, you know, I'm 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 comfortable with being me, and man, I think I did cry. I can't remember, but I was I was, I was I, I couldn't talk could to nobody. Lot. I had to walk. I had to walk off by myself. You know, there's a lot of corridors down there in the garden. I just walked off, man. Like people was trying to come talk. Man, it was all right. Man, it was all right. No, oh, no, I, I just had to get the hell out of there.
5: So- what else we got? Oh, this is amazing i would just love to hear embarrassing stories of you guys kind of for 20 minutes and it would make me happy i I pooped myself in the ring one time
3: oh that was the second thing it wasn't me that did it but my tag partner nobody (laughs) i'm not gonna mention his name i've had like three partners so you can narrow it down uh did a springboard leg drop (laughs) (laughs) And left the ring, and I was, I'm like, I'm looking at the corner, like, to make the tag, gone. He Um, gone. Left me in the ring by myself. uh,
4: I left Devon. I left Devon in the ring by himself in a tag match. Opening minutes of the tag match, and Devon's in there, one of the guys, and he's got a headlock on, and I'm like, Devon, I gotta go to the bathroom. And he's like, what? I'm like, like, I'm, I'm talking to him from the apron. I'm like, I really have to go to the bathroom. And he's like, just clench your butt cheeks. I'm like, I can't clench them anymore. I have to go. He's like, You're leaving? I said, Yeah. And there's me doing this little duck walk, trying to hold my butt cheeks together because I just had, about an hour before the match, I had a slice of linguine with white clam sauce pizza. And it rifled through my system. And I barely wow. made it to the bathroom. I got off my gear, and it was like that scene from Dumb and Dumber where I just. was oh, <laughs> just...
3: <laughs> this is amazing what makes children laugh. And Mark's <laughs> make me laugh. This is great. And this listen, and
4: Mark, what I had to do was I thought the boys <laughs> would think that I was ribbing them because I never came back to the match. I left Yvonne out there all by himself. Right, I left everything in the bowl just so they could see it when they came. Back. Oh. Like, guys, that's my proof right there. That's what came out of me. And if I would have stayed out there for one more minute, it would have been all over the ring. So,
3: oh yeah. my gosh,
5: oh. I, I mean, Gabby, how
3: you follow that?
5: I don't know. He's setting me up for failure today. I got to follow a poop story, and then to follow whatever I say, we're gonna have a nice rack so i don't know what's going on bully stealing Gabby, the show. did you ever poop yourself i don't know how many times i have to tell you that girls don't poop bully and you still don't understand that it's it, actually hey, a baby. It's
3: been like fairies yeah. <laughs> that, that yeah. never happens
5: we don't poop we're magical creatures we just push out babies <laughs>
3: Like unicorns.
5: <laughs> we are unicorns. 100%. Oh, we push God. out babies. You think it's normal that we walk around with another human being in our bodies for nine months? And it's then like alien. Them when out? you think about it, it's gross. Like women having it's babies? It's gross. It's a beautiful thing. But speaking Man, of babies, I never next- saw it. <laughs>
2: Brandy's
5: Brandy is pregnant on this episode. <laughs> and in the next week's episodes, we're going to see them going to the hospital because she's giving birth. To her beautiful daughter, who we now know she names Liberty, which I love that name. I think it's really cool she names her Libby. So that's what we're going to have to tune into next week. And I do think it's cool. You see a little bit of a vulnerable side of Brandy this past week because she's scared to take the maternity leave because she thinks once you're gone, you're, like, forgotten. It's hard to come back to the business when you're gone for a certain amount of time. And, you know, she... she, what.
3: Mark is right. And we
4: are shaking our head at the same yeah. time because yeah.
5: he's She's right. right. Somebody yeah. can come
3: in and do your job Die for no than wife. you, and then, right. then what what so, you got?
5: And, you know, it's, and the women, and she was talking to people there. By the way, Mandy, quick shout out to Mandy, who was on screen for that um, episode. What? <laughs> yes, I saw Mandy out there. Mandy's, um, the best PR person ever for AEW that was on the show. But yes, she, she was talking to Mandy and a couple other people and they assured her like you're having a child. This is your first kid. Take take the time. You know, she doesn't want to she didn't want to take the full leave. She's struggling with it. So I think it's something very relatable for new moms that are going through for people that love what they do. She said, "I love my job. So I don't want to take the leave," which a lot of people aren't blessed to say. So I think it's kind of a cool dynamic to see that side of her. And honestly, like that's why this week I always pick my MVP for Road to the Top. I have to pick Brandy. It was Teal last week, it was Brandy this week. So, all right. I don't know what's gonna happen next. Definitely not Cody for getting the bed. He does not get MVP for me this week. So
3: he's yeah, got to wait to get I, that
5: MVP status for me because he's got to work up those points with me because I'm a little. Disappointed I would still that be
3: suffering if I did that to my wife. I would still be suffering the consequences right now. Ugh. You didn't bring the me. bed. Oh, man. Oh,
4: yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's grounds Gee. for... Yeah. Yep. No nookie. Yes. Gabby, um, you said you're a fan of seeing all the backstage stuff that goes on on Road yeah. to the Top. You've been involved now in the wrestling business for, I don't know, three, four years, as long as you've been on this show. Right. And I say the wrestling business because you're involved in the wrestling business. You might be on the radio, but you're involved in the wrestling business. How do you feel about seeing... Stuff that, uh, like traditionalists like me and Mark, really don't like seeing, or at least I know I don't like seeing. Like Anthony Agogo and Cody Rhodes are going to have this battle, this this fight. You know, like the United States versus Great Britain, and then you see Agogo and Cody talking with one another after the match. Good job, kid. Hey, you know, you know, blah blah blah. Like, do you enjoy seeing that stuff, or do you think it hurts?
5: See, I enjoy seeing it, but I think the difference is it's already happened. So the match that happened with Cody and Anthony, like we saw what happened and it's all past. So now to see them have that interaction after the match, it's like okay for me because it didn't kill it when I watched it. If this would have came out beforehand, it probably definitely would have changed it for me. Like if I were you know what I'm saying? If if it would have happened beforehand, them talking and being friends and Cody, Cody really says, like, I wanted to be there. I'm doing this for Anthony because I want him to be, he's new. It's his third match and I'm the veteran. I need to lead in that ring. So I'm doing this to help him out. You know, I want to bring him to that status, which is what you talk about all the time. And he had to be a leader and he was doing it because he didn't want to let Anthony down. So if that were to happen before the match, I might have thought differently about who I wanted to win that match. Because I would have been like, oh, Anthony's the new guy. He's trying to get over. I would look at him being like, I really want to see him do well. As opposed to now, we saw what happened. And I think getting the backstage element of it makes me understand it more, looking back on it, which if that that makes more sense. And I feel more a part of it, as I'm sure fans like me that are newer have a fresher perspective don't really know the business as well as veterans like you guys you know you get a sneak peek into why these people are doing what they do and I think it's hard to humanize a wrestler as a fan because you see them on tv as this character and as this person shows like this really to me Prove the fact that they are human beings at the end of the day and this is a job for them and what they're doing and there's so much more to just what you're shown on television which I think is only beneficial when it comes to emotional investment between fans and wrestlers and fans as these wrestlers as people does that does that answer your question
4: it, it does and the last thing you said resonated because this is why i enjoyed the undertaker documentary like the three-piece or four-piece series that was on uh, on the network and a lot of people like oh it's weird seeing the undertaker just talking like that in his chair i'm like that's the next step i've seen everything i can possibly see from the undertaker i've seen everything that i can possibly see from the american badass it's over now i want to hear from mark calloway I want to hear what Mark Calloway has to say about The Undertaker and about the American Badass and how Mark Calloway felt about his run in the WWE. So, so yes, I do get that point.
5: Yeah. And I will say someone that's been a standout on the show. I know we have to wrap soon. Whatever. I'm going to keep going anyway because this is what I feel like doing on my segment today. This is a long one. It's a long one.
4: Don't forget about the relaunching world premiere. We've had enough by the Dudley Boys
5: that'll we'll get to it that's been out for a long time this is a br- brand new diva i will say the one person that has stuck out the most on roads to the top by seeing them you know kind of layered down has to be ricky starks and i talked about this a little bit last week but they they extended on it this week with ricky because they showed him training the younger wrestlers at the nightmare factory And this is somebody that even Cody said, like, he could have taken time and leave for his injury, and he didn't want to. He didn't want it to hold him down. So he did what he had to do to be where he is now. And look at where he is now because he kept fighting, and he said, this is too important to me.
4: Do you see the similarities between Ricky and Brandy?
5: That's an interesting point. I, thinking because of it now. Brandy,
4: Brand, Brandy doesn't want to leave the wrestling business because of the child. Yeah. And Ricky doesn't want to leave because of the injury. Because you know, like in this business, as Mark can tell you, out of sight, out of mind happens right. very quickly. Like within 24 hours it can happen. Because once you're gone, they have to fill that spot. And that person filling that spot might do a better job better job than you were and now right. when you come back it's like oh okay well we got nothing for you right now you know but
5: we'll find something
4: that's that's a it's a it's a scary spot to be in
5: yeah and Dave's been gone a week so he should be a little nervous um
3: <laughs> hey bust it, open. bust it open was live this
4: week it was pretty good not bad not week? bad
5: and listen, I spoke more this week than I ever did before, so uh, I don't hate it. But anyway, speaking thank of Dave,
4: you. Uh, thank you would be nice. You're welcome. Uh, uh,
5: yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> thanks. Yeah. Thank you, and you're yeah. welcome.
3: Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from nine a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation, Channel One Fifty Six, the
2: Busted Open Podcast. Serious XM Podcasts. When it comes to scents, you should pick ones that smell like, well, you. Target gets it, which is why they offer a range of personal care products with fragrances for everyone. Be true to floral you with Dove Peony and Rose Body Wash. Live your fresh life with Degree Ultra Clear Deodorant. Express your decadent side with Love Beauty and Planet Coconut Shampoo. This spring... Choose care that brings you joy beyond labels. Pick up new favorites at a Target near you or online at Target.com.
0: The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well.